Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. And we are back. It is Cash the Ticket, the Monday Recap Fiesta If you're new to the pod, this is where we take you through the weekend that was, ask some questions, regret a few things. We do the ornaments of shame. We do a mailbag, look ahead line. So we got you covered. Um, If you haven't, turn your notifications on. I'm being told this is a key to everything. But also, we are on the drive to 100K a week. We are tantalizingly close. And this is what we are terming the pod-a-thon. Every day this month, if you have your notifications on, if you download... Uh, you get a pod. Football game every day, you get a pod every day. Tuesday night action, we got you covered. Wednesday night action, covered. Fun belt Thursday nights, covered. Friday night Pac-12 after dark, covered. NFL, college, all of it. So it's all there. Um, you guys are crushing. We're going to do mailbag in a little bit. Jimmy, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I you, mean, co- college was exactly what the doctor ordered. College is what I needed. NFL, a little dice here. Yeah, but all right. So record recap is simple. I went four and three, nothing to write home about, but you're not losing. And I don't know that I've had a losing week in college in, in five weeks, but I'm not. I'm also middling. Yeah. I am marvel, marvelously mediocre, Mike, but four and three, you'd take it every week if you could sign up for it. You went six and four, and I give you a ton of credit because you had a couple. I'm telling you, man. I'm not going to bust your balls with Georgia, t- Tennessee. We were opposites. Yeah, I had yeah, Georgia. Yeah. No big deal. You took a stand and I respect it. Um, but you had a couple of caps. And I don't mind if you shake your ass on the dance floor a little bit. But six and four, yeah, the total record, no bueno. But since the Costa Locks return, and if you're new to the pod, you don't get it, the Costa Lock is now gloriously 0-4 fade magic. Mm-hmm. And since the Costa Lock made its return, I'm 16 and 14. Again, middling, but I ain't hurting nobody. And you're 17 and 14. What we've done is we've harnessed all the negative energy into one free, fadeable pick for the people. It's kept that away from all the other games. Oh, man. And no, no, nobody's bragging about 17 and 14. But if we give you the full season record, it ain't pretty. So when we say things are looking up, things have stabilized and... Yeah, 60%, Mike. What do we say? If you can hit 60%. You'd kill a family member. Exactly. Um, NFL, I went 2-2-1, two, two, and one, and I was okay. I'll be honest. Brady with the push late. Um, you were a miserable wreck as we were texting I about pissed. it. I looked away. I thought it was over. And then I, I spun back I around, and all of a sudden, Brady's got the ball 40 seconds left. Yeah, 2-2-1, two, two, and 28-26-2 and two in the NFL. Again, nothing great, but I ain't hurting nobody. Uh, Jimmy, 2-3-1. and one. Look. We tested a theory, and I'm telling you, I'm going back to where I belong. I tested the theory with the Bills. You tested it with the Chiefs. They were both DOA. Josh Allen played like shit. The Chiefs' defense played like shit. You were dead in arrival. No big deal. But you had a couple caps in college, and I, I think it's important when you take games that are difficult. Um, I, I was very pleased with my Oregon State cap. Not a lot of people loved it. Um, Jonathan Smith did his best to screw people on that one, but I felt good. But you had two in particular. So just take a minute, take people through it. Cause the process, Hey man, if we're going to make fun of the picks, we screw up. I want Jim to take you through some of the, he had two super sharp plays. I would, I would argue three, but I think we were both on oh, Kansas. I, excuse me. But I, I think we were both on Kansas. I don't think that's the one you referred to. No, Kansas, Kansas, Kansas was savvy. We read into the line. We weren't going to see Spencer Sanders on the other side. We got it with two points, two and right. a half, I think. Ends up moving by, you know, Saturday. Four, four and a half points. It was two and a half by kickoff. Right. So a full four-point swing. 
We sniffed that out earlier in the week. And they blew their doors off. The two I think you're referring to. NC State, I was Love so that. happy with that one. Love that. Night yeah. game in Raleigh. They actually got some life out of a backup quarterback, MJ Morris. It's and a what, QB upgrade. Yeah, it was. And, and he had to play well in that game. And their defense played well. They have Sam Hartman's number. Three picks this week. Three picks a year ago in the meeting. And they were up a couple scores late. I, that was one of those I wasn't really sweating. And we love those bets. We call them the rocking chair games where you can just kind of sit on the porch. And they're hard to find. Take in the sunset. They are hard to find. And what was the other one? Texas. Yes. Which, again, thank you for talking me into that, by the way. People look at that and go, whoa, 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 Kansas State at night, Little Apple, good defense. Short road favorite. And instead, we look at Texas, who was ranked beneath them on the road, but two weeks to prepare. Better QB, and they too were up big for most of that game. Yeah, Got a little man. tight late, but a little tight late, uh-huh. but we were on the right side on the road. Yeah, um, and we're going to have something on Texas for you a little later because I think that's the primo game this week in college, so we'll the talk game. about it. Do you want to do the ornament of shame presentation? Yes, and then I have something for you as well. Okay, the art studio was on fire yesterday, so my wife had some time. I told you Halloween, busy time for the teachers out there. Uh, so we've created three ornaments of shame. So let me do this. We'll go in reverse order. I want to give myself the first one. Okay. Now, this was a choice because I, I I hated two of the games I played. I hated them. And I almost gave it for Minnesota. By the way, I've killed my 11th quarterback of the year. Tanner Morgan got hurt, and I had to look at Bobby Axel Samsonite or whatever the hell his name is. They had like 10 yards of offense in the first half. There was a shot they could have given you a backdoor, but it was it was a bad pick. It was yeah. a bad job. I didn't stay in my lane. I don't lay big points. I don't take big road favor. Bad job. But you want to talk about a shit-fuck disaster that I deserve to be up on that tree and I'm going to be. I want to give you Thursday night. And by the time I got to the hotel room, I knew I was fucked. I was fucked on the plane. Let's see this. I'd like to hand that to you. That is the DOA, old school, appy state, dead on arrival, minus three. At Coastal. Coastal did it to me again. I'm on the plane watching. And the satellite service is cutting in and out. Touchdown in three plays. App State comes out. They're supposed to be able to pound the rock. One of the best O-lines in, in the group of five. Couldn't run. They couldn't get a dick length per carry. It was pathetic. And then, then, you're texting me, hey, did a backup QB just throw a touchdown? Jim, I wouldn't know because the computer service on the plane cut out. The answer is yes, a backup did go It on. all happened. <laughs> now, they stayed in it. They had a chance to maybe tie it, maybe win. You know, but you wanna... need, when you're on the road, you need a hot start. You yeah. don't want to go on the road at night on the teal turf Dead and be down. Exactly. Dead on arrival. It was awful, and I deserve to be on the tree of shame for that. Now, let's go two weeks ago because this one, my wife decided we were going to invoke this is for the Costa Lock, and okay. I just wanted to say Merry Christmas oh, to you. This is nice. This is festive. It is, yeah, we're getting in the Christmas season. Dabo, you picking Clemson, laying the 14 against Syracuse, and it was never a cover as they kicked the ball all over the field. Look at the detail on the back here. It's nice. Bro, the art studio creates. The, these are both. Uh, elegant and asinine. And then this is my favorite. This one's a little interactive. We both fell victim. I'd like to give you the Will Levis in memoriam for our selection of Kentucky getting 12 and a half from Tennessee. <laughs> and by the time the team ran through the fucking tee, the game was over. Will Levis produced like 90 yards passing. Yep. Three was, picks. Yeah, it was disgusting. So I give you the Will Levis in memoriam, interactive oh, this clown is awesome. nose. It's got a little nose on it. That's right. Look at this. It's our take on Rudolph the red-nosed, bum-ass quarterback. So three <laughs> ornaments will go on the tree. And now, guys, I know I saw one of the reviews going, we need to, we need more social media. We need to see the – okay. I'm going to have Jim handle it. I don't do social media. I think it's a complete waste of time. But for you guys, if that's what you want, I'm going to have Jim do it. We'll get the ornaments out there, and we'll take care of business. Uh, and we are going to do a Christmas edition of the pod. We're going to undecorate the tree. We'll, we'll probably have some reminisce. We'll have some booze in here. It'll probably yeah. be a Christmas party, to be quite honest. But um, yeah, like glitter all over me now. I'm sorry, Jesus. Your wife's going to think you were somewhere else. <laughs> honey, I swear it was the podcast. Honey, I'm cutting a pod. Oh yeah, who is she? <laughs> who are you talking to? I'm talking to Mike. He handed me an ornament. Sure, he did. Look at this. There is. It's all over. Fucking glitter everywhere. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. What have I done? All right. Let's move along. Uh, Look I, at this. I have a gift. Look at this shit. It's on my hands. <laughs> You're not getting rid of it. 
I owe you this. This arrived eventually. Oh, Brian, is this is Brian this, from the bookstore stocked the shelves? The and, priority that's not priority. SMU special edition. Gear up. Triple bar D from the two one four. I'm very excited about this. Now did they score nine touchdowns? Was it nine Dude, touchdowns for Mordecai this week? Tanner Mordecai had ten touchdowns, nine passing, one rushing. The final was seventy-seven to sixty-two. Your text to me was hilarious. It was like SMU forty-two thirty. WTF is this? And then I looked, and that was the halftime score. I went, "What? What?" There's like a graphic. It's like Mordecai seven touchdowns at the half, not I've for the ne- game at the half. I've never seen anything like it. But no. this is. Lovely. And I look, I, I may or may not utilize the sweatshirt hold I have because I know we're going to have another bet mm-hmm. and we can double or nothing and figure it yep. out. Maybe we upgrade it to like sweatshirt hat if I win and if I lose, we're dead even. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's the Christmas spirit. Um, all right. Ornaments given. Jim will get those on social media. Sweatshirt, the 214, delivered. Can I introduce something, people? And, and you can tell me. Maybe you can do it in the Apple reviews. Um, we got to talk about old sneaky bets. Now, you know, you know, who you know, old sneaky bets. See, sneaky bets is that buddy of yours who you gamble with and whether you're betting games together, watching games, you text everyone, you know, maybe you got a gambling text chain. I know for me and my boys, when we go to the horse track, the word sneaky bets has been used for me once in a while. The point is, Sneaky Bets is the guy who not only plays something outside of the public discourse of your group, but he don't tell you about it until it's a stone cold fucking winner. So example, every Saturday morning when I'm flying back from New York, after cutting the show there, I'm at LaGuardia. Who do I text? Do I text my mom or my dad or my sister or my wife? Nope. I text Jim Costa. Jimmy, here's what I'm thinking today. This is 8 a.m., blurry-eyed. I'm tired. I don't sleep well in hotels. And I go, Jim, I'm thinking of adding these games. Personal stuff. It's not for the record. We just talk through them. I always give him a little game plan. This son of a bitch, middle of the day, I'm watching Missouri burning. I mean, awful. Replay's awful. A horrific roughing the punter. He goes, oh, by the way, I got Cavs minus three. They're up 60. I go, Jim! Jim! <laughs> Jim! I think that one was Friday night. There were a few this weekend. What are you doing to me? It was right before the game. I found out no Mitchell. I found out no Garland. It takes 10 seconds to text your podcast partner. The the real issue, though, is waiting until they're up like 30 points. (laughs) Right, I'm sitting here going, well, what am I supposed to do with this? I think I did it the night before with a hockey game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I get the Wings money line. Siren, siren, plus 130. I'm going... What, what, what did I do? <laughs> you cap a game? Tell me. I'll join you. Yeah, but it, it goes both ways, too, because we will get to the NFL. I went too deep into the Packer game, and we've all been there, too. Were you? I had and Packers minus. tell me. No, I know. You sneaky betted yourself into a problem. You know what I'm going to tell you? You did what I warned our audience not to do. Shame. I had Shame. Packers minus three and a half. Felt very good about it. Get right spot for Aaron Rodgers against the worst defense in football. Well, at the half, Green Bay's down 8 nothing. What do I do? I peruse the live odds. Green Bay's plus 125. Hammer it. No. Later in the game, Green Bay's getting the ball down one score. My entire life has been Aaron Rodgers leading the Packers down the field to take victory from the Lions. No. I betted it plus 200 money line in the final couple minutes of the game. No. And I lost three different times on the same Fucking game. Be an example to the people of what not to do. I'll give you a great one. So, obviously, I was on under 42 and a half with the Bucks. Yeah. And I had Bucks minus three. Now, I went outside the purview. Yes, I understand they're suckers bets, but they're fun. And frankly, like I told you, you're not going to win an amount of money interesting enough betting games straight unless we're going to get real serious about this. And I just got to be straight with you. This gambling is not something that I am ever going to do at a level that's going to be, I, I just, I work too hard and I bet money, but like, I don't give a shit what it is. I don't care if you're out there and you're, you're not making a whole lot or you're making a ton. There's a point for each of us where you feel the squeeze. 
The point I'm making is I needed the Bucks in a parlay uh-huh. to end it. And it was like a little sizzle reel. It was be- before bed. I had, a night, I, did, I had the late pick five, which wasn't like massive. I had the late pick five at the Breeders' Cup. Okay, it was really a pick four because flight line was never losing. But, you know, and I hit. I, I had my nice Georgia game, which I did. I made a, a different size bet on that one. The point is I go, okay, I'm going to bed. Jeez, the UCLA total looks good. Jeez, Jake Hayner's back. They ought to destroy Hawaii. I pop those two in there, put a little under 42 and a half, put the Bucks, put the Commanders. I go, it's a nice parlay, little bit of cheese. I either wake up the piss and I'm in the mix or I'm DOA and we start Sunday. I'm in the mix. Mm-hmm. I get to the end. Long story short, they were, FanDuel was offering Bucks, Brady with the ball, minute to go, plus 380. And you know what I did? No, sir irresponsible. Don't do it. Don't do it. Jim, you can't chase it. You can't chase it. I just, you're right. This is a lesson, a learning experience for people. I was just so sure of it. I can't tell you how many times as a Lions fan that I have watched specifically Aaron Rodgers, but just about anybody waltz in, come from behind, victory. And I'm like, as a Lions fan, I feel like I have to check the live odds when they're up, especially at the half. The, the, thing the, the week before, do, it would have hit with the Dolphins. The thing you can do, and this is a lesson for people, you can create a middle for yourself. Now, I don't advise this. I don't treat this as something you will do often because I think long-term you'll erode, if you're even in a profit position, profits. Oh, but there's no better feeling than middling the game. Sure, but I You George. feel like such a genius. So I have Georgia. And they're up 24 to 6. And they were offering, FanDuel, offering Tennessee plus 21 and a half. And I didn't do it. I just said, no, stick with your original. You got a really nice bet here. This was, you know, I broke my own rules. I do think you need to take a stand on certain games. I felt incredibly strong about my Georgia opinion. We, you know, busted balls. But I didn't do it. I didn't. You just stayed with the win. If you're going to do it. Do it when you believe you've got the stone-cold winner in-game, and the creation of that middle gives you an opportunity that, at minimum, you only lose a portion of what you're going to win. You'll get it back with the other bet. Right. Or you might double dip. Well, yeah, the best way to do it is, like you said, you know you have one guaranteed with the way you've set it up. And, 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 and a great <clears throat> – the, the, the more points that you have in the middle to play with, the better. Right. And, again, this is not uh, – I again – this is it's not, not some, Degenerate Camp 101. No, no, no. It's not some pro, pro, pot. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, Guys, yeah, yeah. plenty of people listen because they like sports. Plenty of people listen. They're getting into betting. What I'm saying is if you had Georgia like I did at minus eight and a half. And then you can get Tennessee with the 21. You can basically go, It's almost okay. a two-touchdown middle. Right. If Georgia wins by nine, I hit them both. both. Nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. You, exactly. You've created this copious middle. I chose not to. But I'm saying if you're going to do what Jim did. If you're going to dive back in. You have to do it when you already have one in the yeah, pocket. No, I know. I got lost in you the sauce. You fucked up. Yeah, no, I fucked up. That's what it was. All right. Uh, we'll go deeper into the NFL and college, but uh, let's let's do a little mailbag here. Some go of the reviews it. that have come in. So we're going to try to do this. We're on the drive to 2,000 reviews on Apple. Five stars. You guys are crushing. We're north of 1,600, over 600 on Spotify. We're going to do a little mailbag each week, and Jim has pre-selected a couple of these. So talk to me, and we'll go through them. Okay, this first one, Can't Miss Pod. Mike and Cookies do a great job breaking things down every week, making it all entertaining to listen to. Can't recommend the podcast enough to anyone that's college or pro, or pro football betting fans. Solid content. Let me know when the Triple D shirt is available. Divisional, People want merch. Divisional Desperate Dog t-shirt. What was the stat this week for them? In the NFL, Triple D's 5-1-1. One, 5-1-1. Home dog, desperate division. Right. And yeah. by the way, a couple of outright wins, including yeah. the Jets at a massive number. Yep. Uh, so would love to get some merch in the future. Again, guys, this takes time. I think the merch thing is a fun idea. I do. But if I'm going to do this, if we are going to do this, understand this. If those of you know me, you're going to know what I'm about to say. And if you don't know who the fuck I am, no big deal. I don't care. It's fine. I don't have fast things. So if we're going to do a merch program, I'm going to take the time and we're going to design good shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sell tchotchke. 
Plus, I have to work my way through the 7,000 layers of corporate and the rest. And I, guys, it takes time. No, but I like that people are on board with it eventually if we can get everything greenlit. Uh, that, by the way, that was from D. Nichols on our Apple reviews. Next one. This is from J. D 24 Okay. Love these guys. Love this show. Love listening to them on the radio. That being said, all caps, Fade the Costa Lock. It is guaranteed money. It's 4-0 fade fun. The minute you Costa Lock Tennessee, I knew I was made. I knew. I knew. It was a great theory, though. Like, how magical is this Tennessee season? How magical is what they've done this year? But But you know what? We should have realized. I should have realized. You did realize. Georgia reloads. We talked about it in the first game of the season when they blew the doors off of Oregon. Georgia reloads. Yeah, but listen, I'm they're, not. They're, act- they appear to be a class of of one. Right I'm now. not acting like I have the cure for pancreatic cancer here. I just I felt like Georgia was bored. I've watched them enough. It's like a Super Bowl hangover, and I felt like okay, bright lights, disrespect card, number three in the poll. And by the way, notice no one is going on the road and winning. No, no one. Think about it. Tennessee's big wins. Where are they? Home. Okay. Uh, LSU's big wins. Where are they? Home. Yeah. No one goes on the road and wins big games. Uh, Tennessee won at LSU. That's the only thing I'd say. But I think you and I both feel a certain way about LSU. We're still not sold on them. I, well. They beat an Alabama team. I told you. We I, don't know if Alabama, I mean, Alabama hasn't beat anybody I think this Alabama year. sucks. Right. Okay, I'm just going to tell you. And like, like, no one wants to say it. Yeah. It's okay to say it. The O-line is bad. They can't run it. They can't protect Bryce. The wide receivers are average, mm-hmm. and the defensive backs are below average outside of Ricks. Kool-Aid McKinstry, A-plus nickname, F-minus player. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't care. So just say it. They're bad. So anyway, back to the Tennessee point. I thought what Georgia did was brilliant. They played off coverage, and they ran up and tackled, and they've got the athletes to do it. few teams do. That was the matchup in that game. Yeah. Uh, next review. Great job, fellas. This is from M. Jelenic says, thank you for bringing cash the ticket back. I listen with a group of guys, 15 of us at work, both college and NFL picks. Keep up the great work. Love the pod. And then he says, I'm 23, six and three, all documented. You guys have helped me leave games alone. I would normally touch. Look, a congratulations, because I will tell you going 23 and six over the course of 30 plays, savor the flavor may never happen to you again, but be careful. Now, if you're red hot, here's my advice to you. You can increase your bet size a little bit. Don't start doubling, tripling, and quadrupling up because regression is coming. If you go through a period of hitting 70 or 80%, make no mistake, you're going to give it back. But I think the lesson there, too, is he says leaving games alone that he would normally touch. Sometimes the bets that you don't make are your best decisions. I never should have played Minnesota, but I found myself, I couldn't come up with enough picks I feel an obligation to the people. Like, I don't want to be the podcast that plays two games a week because those pods are out there, and I think they're an atrocity. Um, You're right. I should have left it alone. NFL, same deal. Chiefs, Bills, opening episode of the year we talked about. Avoid double-digit spreads. You did it on the road. Yeah, I gave— Super big rule breaker. Well, I gave you what I thought was a solid theory of Bills might be one of one. Jets poured their soul out. I'm going to tell you something, too. Salah is doing an incredible job with that team. They are all kinds of beat up. The QB ain't no good. And they got up off the mat, losing to the Patriots. And I got to tell you, they made Josh Allen look like shit. Mm -hmm. Robert Salah might be the business. Um, And look what they're doing. Mediocre quarterback. A little bit of coaching know-how. In the brutal AFC. And, And guess what? They're firmly... In the playoff race. Yeah, absolutely they are. It's incredible by them. One more, because I know this one is specific for you. Mm. This is from Garrett A1. It says, Breeders' Cup, five-star review. <laughs> it's November football every day of the week. I'm just a short distance from Rupp Arena. A weekend of elegance on the racetrack is about to take place. I'm starving to know about Gary horses and if Mike likes horses with socks. <laughs> what does that even mean? I think Plus it's an insult. insult. <laughs> Plus some insight on who I should have, uh, who should be my uh, yeah. boxing in my pick three. What does any of that mean? Oh, I think he's busting balls. But I, I will say this. Okay. Would I love to do some horse racing stuff? I mean, sure, but no offense. What are three people going to download it? Now, look. I mean, we, for the derby people will. Well, yeah. Are, I there, mean, are there horse races beyond 
the three? Are, are you insulting me at this point? There's is that, Preakness, is that, is, is that what's happening right Belmont. now? There's, there's more than that? Uh, it's 365. Yeah, the Breeders' Cup basically is the richest two days of racing. Uh, it's 16, quote, Breeders' Cup races. Think of them as um, like uh, college football playoff games. Okay. 16 races, $31 million, two days. This is everyone who's everyone who's everyone across the globe brings the best of the best of the best. And it's in all divisions. Friday is juvenile day. So for the two-year-old, the young, the young horses, and then Saturday is older horses, three and up. Long story short, it's a great event. It's a party. Um, I guess my question is, how do I deliver that content when past performances don't come out until late? You're not going to get more than a 24-hour window. And then people do need to realize horse racing if you think sports betting's hard, okay, where can I stay afloat? Can I be above 50%? God forbid if I could approach 60. You have to understand that horse racing, if you are a high-end powerhouse operation in horse racing and you're winning 20% of your races, you're considered elite. Elite. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So I'll hand you the picks, but if I do horse racing content, here's what you need to understand. You have to be prepared, A, to not bet favorites, and B, be prepared to lose a lot until you don't. I go to the track. So when you say 20%, like being good, that means someone's losing four before they hit one. Yeah. And that one is going to pay off. Well, if you do it right. right. See, here's the thing. Well, that's I'm, the thing. Like, when we do our records, and, and we, we do it at the start of every podcast, we're picking these games at minus 110s and keeping it 
pretty 50-50. Yeah. If we started betting money line dogs, all of a sudden we could have a bad record and be profitable. And that's kind of what you're talking about yeah. with horse racing. Yeah, 100%, Jim. And, and look, I, I just I don't want to belabor. I want people to understand. I will hand you the content, but I play it a specific way. By no means do I think I know everything. I mean, it's taken me... I, I was always a fan of horse racing. I probably started taking it super serious about a decade ago. Um, and I've probably got another decade to go before I call myself like, but no, I, I know what I'm doing and it's hard, but I go to the track. I want to be right once I will go to the track. Here's what I try to do. Eliminate three races minimum, find a race each day that I want to press. I have a big opinion, by the way, you got some glitter on your face and it's adorable. Um, I, I, every time you move your head, the light <laughs> shines, shine. it's beautiful. It's angelic. Oh, boy. Um, but I, I'll get you, all right, real quick. I'll give you an example. So I play, I play, uh, you can play race by race. You play verticals. So like who's going to win or an, an exacta first and second. You can play triples first, second, third. Superfect is first, second, third, fourth. And then there's horizontal wagers. So race by race where I pick the, the winner. Horses race horizontally instead of vertically. I'm going to ignore that. You can play a double where, hey, winner Where's of this race. Where's the jockey stand if it's vertical versus horizontal? Still ignoring Winner of this race, winner of next race. But I play pick fours, pick fives too. So a pick five, you got to pick the winner of five straight races. You can use as many horses as you want, provided you got the scratch, you got the budget. Mm -hmm. And then depending on, your, you know who you're playing against? Everybody else who bet on, on that day. So if you have a horse, like uh, my Georgia pick would be the equivalent of a 50 to one shot because nobody bet it. Mm -hmm. If my horse wins and very few have it, I've knocked everyone else out of the paramutual meaning I get an insanely juiced payout. So I'll do it. But guys, I can't have three people download it. I mean, I, I, I have a life. But I'll, you want some horse content for the derby prep races leading in? I'm happy to do it. It's a passion. I love it. Let us know. Yeah, please speak up and I'll, I'll try. But make no mistake, you're going to lose before you win. You got to have an iron will in horse racing. Carry on. We've touched on a lot of our NFL stuff. I just want to hit a couple more things and then college, look ahead, and, yeah. and out we go. I mentioned I was in way too deep with the Packer game. Done. We've Shame. hit on the Triple Ds, 5-1-1. One, and one. Rams, Bucks, under. Never in doubt. No. Never in doubt. One of our best plays. <laughs> Worst play was that Lions over. How do you handicap? How does that happen? How do you handicap two interceptions in the end zone, a drop pick six at the five, and then the Lions fourth and inches going empty set and going incomplete from the four. There's like 30 points right there. What the hell was that? I don't know. It was a shit pick. And, and we knew and we sorry. were dead really early. I think you texted me at one point and said, it's live over under is 33. <laughs> we needed it to get to 50. Now, while we're on the subject, what's going on with the Packers? They're dead. Five straight losses. Now and Aaron Rodgers after the game, oh, to lose to that team. Yeah, yeah to lose to that team is a statement. They're dead. Three red again. zone interceptions. Aaron, Aaron, for everything you said about guys got to have their snap counts adjusted and playing time adjusted, guys aren't performing, what would you say to the quarterback that's thrown three red zone interceptions in the same game? Would it be sit your ass on the bench and let someone else play? Oh, here's I know they're one. not going to do it, but Aaron, that's where accountability comes yeah, in. Yeah, the other thing. Do you I mean, hear what Josh Allen said after the game? Yeah, Hard I to win like when shit. your quarterback plays like shit. Why can't Aaron Rodgers take any accountability? Because he's an asshole. And okay. full stop. If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's often a duck. He's an asshole. He's always been an asshole. Yeah. But he's a supremely talented asshole. He can get away with it, exactly. Right. But, like, Aaron Jones got hurt. Romeo Dobbs got hurt. Watkins got hurt again. Rashawn Gary on defense. Right. They lost three offensive linemen. It's a joke. They didn't do anything at the deadline. I'm putting the Packers in the radioactive category, quite honestly. Well, the only thing I'll say is if they start getting significant points— Maybe we start looking back to them. But not as a favorite. They were they were more than a three-point yeah. favorite on the road. We sh Never again. Nope. No. Uh, anything else in the NFL? Mistakes no. were made, Bills and Chiefs. How about this last one? Are the Jags bettable again, or was that about the Raiders? That's about the Raiders. Okay. The Raiders are complete horseshit. Okay. And we talked about it. Everything in my body wanted to play the Jags was the last game I put off the board, so of course it was a winner. But the, the Raiders secondary makes everyone's life easy, and Trevor Lawrence actually looked good. Uh, he I'm, just hasn't done it enough. Yeah, I'm not ready to dive in on the Jags because they won their first game since uh, September. All right, college. Savvy Caps mentioned it. Done. How about the stones on Brian Kelly? Can we talk about going for two to right win call. the game? Yeah, it was. Right call because you were going to have to go for two in the next overtime anyways. Uh, you scored there. 
I don't think Alabama expected you to go for two. They called the timeout, still didn't have it ready. They had to play. They threw it to Jason Taylor's kid, the freshman tight end. I just feel like, look, you're the dog. Uh, You're two touchdown underdog. I think the longer you go in overtime, the forced two-point conversions, that was the moment. You're at home. Um, and, And again, you have to have the pulse of your team. And I make fun of Brian Kelly. I'm not a BK guy. Right call. Nice play call. And, and the mobility of, of Jaden Daniels keeps everyone inside the tackle box and you're able to leak somebody out. So right call, nice play. Um, you give credit where it's due. Big and, win for him. And the, the opposite thing happened earlier in the year in overtime where they end up kicking, the yeah. extra point doesn't happen. They decided, you know what? We need to win the game right now. And yep. for Brian Kelly, for as much as he's been mocked for his family and the phoniness, yeah. guy wins everywhere he's been. Everywhere he's been, they're double-digit dogs. They win the game outright at home. Death Valley at night. Another transfer portal success story, too. I may not be a Jaden Daniels guy, but he is playing really well Did you see, I don't know if you watched the Big Noon or the Game Day or if you bop around. No, I choose to preserve brain cells. Okay. But they told a story about Daniels and Bryce Young. I guess they, like, went head-to-head as Pop Warner Well, they showed it on the broadcast. Yeah. And Daniels won most of those games. Only fitting that he gets the last laugh with the two-point conversion. Can I can I do a football take real quick? Yeah. I'm getting nervous with Bryce Young. I lo- the arm talent is incredible. The mobility, the playmaking, all wonderful. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem. Unless the pocket is completely clean, his size and stature becomes a real issue. Now, maybe it's another off night. Maybe the shoulder injury is playing a role. Jim, anytime LSU got some pressure... Anytime he couldn't totally have a clear lane, I think he's 5'10". No, I do. He's listed at six feet tall. I think he's 5'10". Jim, he was turfing balls, short. I, I, I am getting concerned because here's the deal. Behind the, quote, Bama O-line last year, it's different. Mm-hmm. Evan Neal, um, this, is a, this is more of what you're going to see in the NFL where it's very hard to have an elite O-line. I, I, I'm getting a little worried. Well, it's, it's the exact opposite situation as C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is 6'4". Right. He's playing with elite pass catchers even when one guy gets hurt two more I don't more like step him up. either. No, I know, but I would rather take the guy who's had to fight through adversity. I agree. And he is a bit of a magician in Bryce Young. That's not to say there aren't concerns because, yeah. like you said, it's only going to get more difficult well, it's from also, here. It's a dicey handicap for NFL GMs right now because Bryce Young's got a shoulder that you got to work through. Will Levis has turf toe, I think a knee, a Hendon Hooker's 95 years old. Hendon Hooker's going to be 27 and getting afternoon discounts by the time, you know, he yeah. gets. I think Hooker will be a second or third round pick. Right. I, teams are well, not And, and can we talk about that too? Because what he's doing, explosive offense in college, these split stacks and the one read, half field yeah. reads. I mean, that is not that. NFL football. No, it's not. And you would have to tailor your system a little bit to him. I, I'm telling you right now. It is becoming harder and harder to gauge quarterback play based on the transition from college to pro, and the pros are catching up. Mm-hmm. They're adapting. But, like, I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. I, I don't want to go crazy. I'm sure we'll have a draft show. We'll bet on who's yeah. getting taken where. But g- go ahead. Uh, then this note, fresh blood. Clemson loses. Hallelujah. Good. You and I both looked at them and said, resume undefeated. They're in, but I can't wait till they lose so we don't have to play this game anymore. I, I told you I like Notre Dame there. I just couldn't pull the trigger. I never thought they'd bloodbath him. Well, how about <laughs> they bring in the backup club, Nick. He throws a pick. Back to DJ. Another pick. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it you was, know what? We need to come to grips that DJ Uyunglele is just not that good, and Clemson is not that good, and it's cyclical. But the Clemson of 2016 is gone. 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 This so, program has nothing on offense. We'll, we'll see what the playoff committee does with them. I think the AP dropped them considerably. They're, no, they're, but I just, how far they fall. Bama, same deal. They're going to fall. What it means is we get some fresh blood. So I want to know from you, just yeah. kind of update the general gist of the playoff picture. I think for me, obviously Georgia won. You could quibble OSU and Michigan 2-3. I'd still have Tennessee 4, and here's why. Um... I think a one-loss Tennessee, and by the way, look at headlines. I don't care who Tennessee's playing this weekend. I'm betting them. I think Heupel's going to look to score 70 every week. It's Mizzou. Great. Done. Fuck them. Um, Brady Cook, fuck you. <clears throat> Bottom line, Tennessee's one loss is at Georgia. And their wins are against LSU and Alabama. So, stack it. They're going to be ahead of Georgia, or they're going to be ahead of Oregon, who also lost yeah, to Georgia. Here's who they're going to be ahead of. Who? Whoever loses OSU and Michigan. I think so, too. Those two schools don't have the schedule to justify getting in over one loss, Tennessee. So I think Tennessee's going to get in if they win out. What about TCU? 
they're not four <sighs> undefeated TCU. And and I don't care what you think about okay, you want them, them as a team now. based you want on what they've done now. today. Exactly. Put and if in. they lose next week in. at Texas, Fine. then we drop them. But put I think put them in. there are four undefeated Power 5 okay. teams. They should be in any order, one through four. Georgia won. Yeah. Michigan, Ohio State, again, you can fight about it. They both have one signature win. Michigan, more convincing. Ohio State on the road. I'm not going to fight you who you want, two or three. No, I just think the loser of that game's out. The Big Ten, look, if, if, if you're a Wolverine or a Buckeye, please be honest, okay? Don't lie to yourself. The Big Ten is trash. It's trash. Oh, Illinois is ranked, hey, 7-1 Illinois. You know what? My mom could play in the Big Ten West and probably win nine games. Like, MSU just popped them, mm-hmm. all right? Big, we have a divisional problem in the Big Ten, but that's... You know, we'll do that later. My point to you is, loser of that game is out. I don't want to hear it. You're out. Then it comes down to TCU, Tennessee, Pac-12, if there's a one-loss survivor. Well, yeah, the Pac-12 suddenly has some life. That was one of the takeaways I had at the end of the day Saturday because Oregon, USC, and UCLA all have one loss. Yeah. So you're setting up a situation where if one of them builds their resume with wins against the other two, they're going to be in the mix. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, On Ohio State. How big a deal is what happened against Northwestern? You made it out to be the weather when well, we were texting just, back and forth. I would, well, first of all, you got to let go of your childhood Wolverine fandom because you get very angry, and I can feel it through the texts. And all I was saying is I think it hurts the team that wants to throw the ball and really is better at throwing the ball, can't run it. Mm-hmm. When the wind – I saw two uh, no, of the kids <laughs> carrying flags. It blew out of their friggin' hands. Mary Poppins action. Right. I know, and, and the, the the wind off the lake, I get it. Here's, what I, would say Chicago Here's what I would say to you. I file what OSU did the same as damn near Michigan, where, by the way, you're losing the Rutgers at the half. Right. Okay? Can Michigan play a first half? When's the last good first half they played? And don't sell me fucking Hawaii. Guys, you want to win a national title, give me four quarters. Okay, but I, again, we're splitting hairs. Right, they're both but, but good. Michigan gives up a blocked punt touchdown. What do you want? And, That's part of the game. No, I understand. But I also think running the ball and playing in the trenches is part of the game that Ohio State conveniently forgets about. I don't know how Northwestern's bullying you in the trenches. Yeah. Are you unaware of what the weather's going to be in November? Are here's you unaware of how thing, Michigan beat them a year ago? Here's the, the one thing I would thing. add. Jackson, Smith, and Jigba will alter how teams get to play the run against Ohio State. Fair. And and again, I'm not trying to tell you he's Jerry Rice, but he, he I would put Quinton Johnson ahead of him, the TCU wideout, because I prefer 6'4, 220. That's a DeAndre Hopkins clone. But if he's not the best receiver, he's number two. Jackson Smith and Jigba is sensational, and he hasn't played. Now, if he's back, you know what I know. You have to play differently. Yep. But I'm not letting him off the hook because you should be able to run it against Northwest. You should be. Um, look, bottom line, Big Ten's flawed. I, I still believe the Big Ten's got a shot to win a natty, but it's very hard when every week I look up and it's Fox, big noon kickoff, and it's like Ohio State playing the Knights of Columbus at noon, and you're like, <laughs> this, this, this is what I, I got to watch? It's, it's Michigan or Ohio State with a with a small number next to their name against an unranked four-loss team, and it's like, hey, here's hey, our spotlight they, game of the week. Yeah, here's the best part. Fox, big noon kickoff. Minus 41. Right. <laughs> what are the spreads of these games? I, I just can't do it. No, they, they don't have the big ones. Okay, look ahead. Yeah, Texas. Texas. Why don't I check this right now? Because we were talking about this and where the line's been moving and yeah. where it could end up at the end of the week. Uh, it was 7 in the afternoon, and, and it crossed to 7.5 early this morning. Number 18, Texas, at home, laying 7.5 to number 4, TCU. Now, look. You chased it. Uh, I didn't hate your Texas Tech cap. You went into the fourth quarter up 17-13. Cutscene, 41-17. No, they got rolled. And their quarterback got hurt because that's what happens when we bet on these teams. I'm 0-4-1 betting against TCU this season. I don't know what to do. This, this spread, by the way, is seven flat right now. I mean, look, it, th- this is one where I'm a little worried about Quinn Ewers. Um if if I just say, okay, Ewers is better than he's shown the last two weeks. I hated the performance against Okie State. Yep. They go on by. I thought he was acceptable against K-State. But you know what my problem is? When the chips were down, and I understand, Bijan was on the border of a career night, but chips are down. And I got a quarterback that allegedly I've paid millions to. And he's got electric hair. 
uh, how can Sark have so little faith in his guy? He can't call a little, little read option, play pass, leak a guy out, let's go get five yards and end the game. They're running into 10-man fronts. It tells me either something's up or they don't have confidence in him. No, so, I, you might be right, but I also think you might be reading too much into it okay. because I think we'd say the opposite. We'd go, you have Bajon Robinson, yeah. career day, you're on the road, salt the game away, don't do something stupid with a freshman But when it's a 10-man box, I know. Jimmy, here's what I would tell you. You know I'm rooting for TCU. I, I, lo- I love I love the underdog. Uh, a their helmet game is is A to A plus, and they got that little frog fang thing they do. And the hypnotoads back. It is thank God. I mean honestly, Ameri- apple pie ice cream and hypnotoad. <laughs> My lean is Texas. Okay, it's home. They're at home. It's at night. And and could I make the case? We always make the case that Alabama could or should have three or four losses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Could I make the case to you if Quinn Ewers didn't get hurt against Alabama, they win that game? Probably. Okay. And then do they lose the Texas Tech game? I don't know. It's a rivalry. My point is, Texas might be all in. Yeah. Might be one of the top six to eight teams in the country. They're at home. They're at night. They're going to take away the run. Now, DeMarcado uh, and the other kid who's going to escape. Miller, thank if, you. Every, every week. Every week it kills me. I feel like if you make TCU one-dimensional, you know what TCU is? They're a better version of Penn State in that it's explosives or bust. Yep. I loved what I saw from the Texas defense. I know late in that game it got a little scary. Deuce Vaughn was murdering them on, like, arrow routes and double moves. My lean is Texas. Same. But it's Texas seven or under. Yeah, once I you start getting, getting north of the touchdown. Yeah, that's no. – I want to wait and see where it goes. My guess – my guess – is Earth will be on TCU. And you know how I play. I am fine being in the rowboat by myself. I did it with Georgia. I'll come right back. If I would much prefer Earth to be on TCU. And I'll go with Bevo and the Longhorns. Anything else in college you want to look ahead to? I want Tennessee no matter who they play. Okay. I Probably going to be north of 30 points. You're cool with that? Well, where, let's find out. Hold on. Go to Fandle. Okay. Let's get this. Let's be accurate. I want to make sure we have what we need Let's here. see if my guess was right. See if it is. I was going to say 24. I, okay, I got we, it right here at a flat 21. Wow, it is 20. 20 and a half. I'll be honest with you. I Now, look, Missouri's defense played well against Kentucky. I ain't angry. And I'm not going to call the ambulance, but if you watch the game, there were some calls, people. Like, do me a favor. Hey, I want to get a T-shirt. And all it says is the previous boo-boo-boo-doo is under doo-doo. Because my entire Saturday, I feel like every fucking game I watch, I'm looking like some jackass in stripes saying, the previous play is bothered to do. And then they go into their lunchbox TV. We bring in some asshole from L.A., whether it's Papura, Blandino with a martini in his hand, you know, Matt Austin, who's a thousand. And then... They go to tell you, well, I, I think they got to stick with the call on the field. I, I don't see the evidence. Cut scene, lunchbox. The, f- the call on the field is overruled. And you're like, why Why do we bother? Second of all, we got to stop with the reviews. We got to stop. Disagree. It's taking all the emotion from the game. You can't just enjoy the game. No, okay. What you're saying is right to a point. We can't halt the game for five minutes after an electric play that could swing the game. Six times. Yeah, exactly. Six times. But we have the technology. These games are too important to just, I don't know, did the, the guy with the bad eyesight 15 yards away get the call right? F it. We'll keep it. No, no, no. What we need to do is have an expedited, expedited review process where we say, all right, shot clock situation. Right, but why do we have shot rules? Clock. Why aren't the rules experts the guys with the ability to make the call? And my point is, when you make a call on the field, I need, I am following the letter of the law, irrefutable evidence that it was the wrong call to overturn it. We could fight about this because I don't think it should be that way. I think it should be 51%. Okay. Okay. So do me a favor. With the benefit of 55 cameras and 30 seconds to decide. Just change the letter of the law. Okay. That's what I'd like to do. If, If you made me the replay czar, I would say you've got no more than a minute. To look at five different replays, fifty-one percent of the way, whatever you think it I is, gotta, I don't care what the ref called on the field. He might have been wrong. Just get the call right and move on. I got to talk to my wife about the glitter. This is a pro- the glitter's a problem. Um, no, seriously, here's the other thing I would change. Fine, we're changing things. Mm-hmm. Targeting is fine, but we must take away a kicking kids out of games. 
Because I think uh, without intent. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you know, There needs if, to be like a, a yellow card, red card system. You know if a guy's trying to hurt somebody or not. These are so many bang-bang plays, and you got these guys, they bust their ass, they, their life is football, and you're kicking them out of games. It's bullshit. If it's an awkward angle and a weird collision, you can call it targeting, but keep the guy in the game. That's if right. it's one of those spearing hits, that's different. then you, you get to go watch the game from the stands. Bring me plays, and you do. And it's like Fire Marshal Bill up there. And I'm like, I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah, one game, six reviews. That was Missouri, Kansas, and all. And by the way, every fucking review went against the Tigers. Not that I'm bitter. Go ahead. NFL. I see only one triple D this week. Thursday night. The Carolina Panthers. Divisional game against the Falcons. Oh, by the way, thanks for as talking a home me out dog. Bengals. Thanks for talking me out of Bengals. I knew we'd get to that. Son of a bitch. But hold on, are the Panthers a triple D? Are they desperate or are they just dead, uh, bro? Does this count as did a triple you see D? See what game? just went down in Cincinnati. Yeah. No Jamar Chase down their best cover corner, down their best. So run they're not stopper. desperate. They're dead, so they don't count. It's not a triple uh, D. There aren't any this week. I can't. I can't mess with it. I actually, there was one game, and guys, full disclosure: when I cut the pods later this week, going to be a little bit lighter of a card because I'm going to be at the Giants and Texans Sunday MetLife. I'll be in New York for the weekend. If I can't watch games. Don't ask me to bet a shit. Well, half the fun of betting the game, most of the fun of betting the games is you're watching. Right, but I'm going to make some bets, but it will not be the normal thing. So one NFL game that just jumped out to me was the Seahawks. They're real, man. You know, and we talked about it. We felt like, is it a trap? Is it not? The public's been all over them, and the public's been killing it. But the Seahawks are good. They are. Like, think about this right now. If I asked you, what would a wild card team be? that an allegedly good team would not want to see on wild card oh, I wouldn't want to deal with going to Seattle to start the playoffs. I wouldn't want to play Seattle. Kenneth Walker is going to be your rookie of the year, and by the way, he might be an all-pro. How about Geno Smith at 32 years old? The guy's you know, making big throws. First time he's been a full-time starter since 13. Um, I would lean Seahawks for the Germany uh, brunch uh, the game. Bucks are favored. Yeah, and I think that's Brady. Remember, they got to even the money up. Well, brother. sweet. I, I'll, I'll take points. I, I, I lean that way. I lean that. I do. No, I'm with you. The Bucks are horseshit. Thank God they pushed. At least I preserved half of my parlay value. Thanks, Tom. Go ahead. What else? That's all I got. All right. Um, here's what we're going to do. We'll get you to action pods, college, pro. It's all there. What we need, subscribe, turn on notifications, keep the feedback coming. I'll make sure Jimmy gets the uh, lovely ornament of shame presentation, and we will talk to you tomorrow. That's Cash the Ticket. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.